Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. It's so funny. It's so funny. We're laughing here in the studio because you guys got to, you know, when we get the rocking studio up and running, which is going to be down here in Stewart, I'm going to do the studio show and all of you diehard P1s. Huff, Lisa, all the home of groin crew. Like you're all welcome to come down and watch the show live. You got to see the shenanigans that go on here. There's like 40 generations of people in this room back into like the BC era. You got Joey's like 80. Joe's like Justin's like 14. He's like 20. I'm like 49. It's so crazy because Joe's like Joe's doing the old school radio thing. Like, welcome to the radio show, Dan Bondino. And uh, he's doing like the, what do they used to call that? I like a name. Uh, squawk box. All the radio Squ- stations had squawk yeah. boxes. It came from the network. Was- 10 minutes to showtime. 10 minutes, 10 minutes to, showtime. to showtime. He's giving me like a countdown from the 40s or something like that. Hey, I need a favor today. Stand by. My pillow, six piece towel sets, only $29.98 with promo code Dan this week only. MyPillow's offering free shipping on all orders. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio podcast specials or call 1-800-637-4982. I get this spot in a second, but I need a favor today at the end of the show. If you got into the chat early, you know where I'm going with this. You got to do us a favor at Rumble. We are absolutely obsessed with customer service, okay? We are. And every single tech platform from YouTube to Amazon to Rumble to True Social, you're going to have bugs and glitches. You know how you find bugs and glitches? You ask for them in advance, and that way we clean it up. We're obsessed with customer service here, so I need a favor from you. You guys ready? The end of the show today, we're going to shut this chat down. No, I don't mean shut it down. Shut it down. I mean, I need you all to comment. Just put a Y in there at the end of the show. You don't have to do it now. We'll take some polls and stuff. I want 10,000 comments because this thing is growing so fast. It's taking over the internet, my show. And we want to make sure we eat the bugs up before they happen. And the only way to know it is going to be to overload this thing. So get ready at the end of the show. We'll put a Y just for like, yes, I'm here. I don't care what you're putting there. One, zero, don't even matter. But at the end of the show, we're going to shut this thing down. And this show is big enough to do it. 102,000 people yesterday. I got a big show for you today. Relief band. This is my relief band. Let me show you right here. This thing actually got me through the the whole chemo thing today. By the way, if we get to 100,000, you know what's waiting for you. We'll see. It's a Friday. Friday's rough, but tell your friends, join in. Relief band, the number one anti-nausea wristband. This is mine. Helps quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. Relief band's natural, fast acting. It lasts as long as you need it. I swear by this thing. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, has zero side effects. Plus, Relief Band treats and prevents nausea. You can help avoid nausea from becoming a problem in the first place. As an A, Better Business Bureau rating. As an A rating for me, too. And over 100,000 satisfied customers, so they're a brand you can trust. Relief Band also makes a great gift for the nausea sufferer in your life. Right now, Relief Band's running their 12 days of relief sale. So head on over there today. Support our sponsors. They love you guys. Relief Band. Dot com for new discounts every day through December 12th. That's reliefband.com for new discounts every day through December 12th. R-E-L-I-E-F band, reliefband.com. Check it out. It's a really great company. Joseph, it's Friday, so let's go, Daddy. It's Friday. Did you shut down there? I really yeah. Did you guys hear him in the chat come over? I'm not sure I heard that. It sounded like an it's, and then I heard a like it shut down. Maybe you what? shut down the chat. So if you guys, by the way, <laughs> comment as much as you can. And did it go through? Did I miss that? Yeah. We did it. Okay, good. Comment as much as you can in the chat today. And at the end, we're going to shut this baby down. Okay. Hey, I recorded the Tucker Carlson interview last night because it was so good. We were going to release it at the end of next week. Now we're going to do it Monday and Tuesday. 
It's just going to be in addition to our regular podcast, 3 p.m. Eastern. Folks, it is bananas. Guy, how good was it? It was good. Oh, no, and the way only Guy could say it. Don't That's go more overboard, than, dude. I was, it was, yeah, Guy, calm yourself down, bro. Give this kid a volume. Anyone got Pam on hand for this character? Xanax, maybe? It, it was amazing. Joe, how was it? You got to cut it. How was it? How was the interview? Joe not even Joey so I didn't cut it yet. Oh, you didn't oh forget it. You guys are useless. You guys are useless. It's on the ball, man. That's a couple of weeks worth Here's of work. Here's the best part. My humble my humble opinion, I am HO. We go into a little of the Fox stuff. It's not like crazy gossipy stuff or anything like that, but people ask questions. Gee swears you guys all want to hear about this stuff. So it shows about you. Um, but at the end, we asking Gee, you thought this was the best part, right? If Trump wins the election, we both go into like they're, folks, they're not going to have it. The left is not going to wait till you hear this. It's really good. So get ready for a Monday and Tuesday. You're going to love it. It's one of our best collabs yet. All right. Listen, back to what I was talking about. Are they? Oh, by the way, we're almost at 3 million followers. We're only 4,000 short. Spread the word. We want to do it before the new year. So thank you. Are they trying to tell us something? It's like every day since I mentioned this on the Monday show about how all these elites, Obama, all these rich people, they seem to know something we don't. Every single day now, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Here, let me show you this first. Uh, Yahoo, this Yahoo Finance article. Why is Warren Buffett selling? Did I go out of order there, Justin? Sorry. Why is Warren Buffett? I screwed these guys up sending stuff all day and all night. I get in late. I had my daughter's uh, recital yesterday. So, and we did the Tucker interview. I worked till like eight o'clock last night. I'm like, no, I'm not a victim. We work for a living. It's fine. Do Warren Buffett's latest investment moves signal recession right around the corner? Experts weigh in. Look at the date on this. December 14th. Um, is that? Yes, yesterday, right? I lose track of time. Why is Warren Buffett selling $30 billion worth of stock? Uh, folks, listen, Occam's razor. It could be a simple explanation. Warren Buffett could just think a recession's around the corner. I'm just telling you, like, the signs are out there that somebody knows something's up. You got Obama doing the end of the world movie. You got this civil war movie coming out. Hollywood people are warning about this massive threat from AI. Then I see this New York Post article this morning. Another connected guy, Mark Zuckerberg's building a hundred million dollar Hawaii compound with a massive underground bunker. Chatsters, if you were in the chat today with me, I'm D Bongino show. I know I sounded a little hyped up this morning, right? Who in the chat thought, I promise that's me. And no, I wasn't crazy this morning. I just am really convinced like some stuff is going to go down. I am absolutely convinced they know something. Here's why. I'm not even done yet, by the way. I'll show you more why I think this in a second. Folks, when I was in the Secret Service, you hang around a lot of really rich people. They're not your friends. They're just friends of the president and others. I need you to understand this. They know stuff you don't know. No, Dan, the government keeps secrets. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe, I'm calling my own. Oh, no, flag on the field. Nobody. Joe's like, what am I calling a flag on? You're calling a flag on felonious open mouthery in the umpteenth degree. Nobody in the government keeps secrets. Nobody. So when they're hanging around these rich elite people and they're building bunkers and they're doing movies about the end of the world and one of them selling $30 billion worth of stock, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of like WTF over. I'm not, a, I'm not a crazy person. I'm just not stupid. 
Is something going to happen tomorrow and the world's going to end? Probably not. That's pretty good. We don't want it to end, right? I'm going out tonight. Can I have a good time? I'm going to live my life. I'm not suggesting you panic. I'm just saying, like, just look at the signs, man. This ain't the freaking to me. I don't know, Donnie. What what do you got? I'll tell you what, Donnie, you know what? In this case, play that. Can you play that again for me, Joe? Donnie, I have an answer for you this time. Just go and get prepared. Get your water filtration. Get your food. Get your firearms ready. And go and live your life like a normal person. Really? What else are you going to do? Don't live your life waiting to die. I'm just telling you, like, it's better off to be prepared. And if I were you, I'd be looking at the signs. And I'm, I'm not naive to the fact that maybe my prior line of work makes me a bit of a hypochondriac for this stuff. But, right? I, I'm, but I, I'm, better to be have this stuff and not need it than need it and not have it, correct? Uh, folks, by the way, chatsters, let's, come on, let's start the chat up today. Is this driving you crazy? Yes, it's driving you crazy. Or no, Dan, keep up with this preparedness stuff. Like you notice lately, this the show is I've been doing a lot of self-defense and preparedness stuff. It's because I really, I, I genuinely care about you. Yeah, you've never met us. I don't have to meet everyone to care about. I talk about you guys in the chat. I hang with you guys early. I get in that chat early in the show because I really care what you guys have to say. Why would I do it otherwise? What, what's the point? Like, I want to feel like one of you. I'm not the boss here. I'm not the general in this army. This Bongino army we're building is about you guys. This isn't a monarchy. I'm not the king. This is a republic here. I'm just a representative who's got the microphone. That's it. Good. I'm glad. We got some no's in there, too. Some of you, like, are getting, I guess, a little freaked out. So, But the show's for you. Here's what I'm talking about, too. More stuff. This New York Post story. Big solar flare headed to planet Earth or something. Now, is this going to be a huge, big deal? Some people are saying yes. Some people are saying no. But again, these are the kind of things you don't got to sweat and worry about too much if you're prepared. Now, why is all of Hollywood obsessed right now with the end of the freaking world all the time? We had the Civil War movie. We had uh, the, 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 this new movie coming out by Obama. And then we got this thing. Did you see this? There's another movie out coming out about the end of the world. Could it all be chance? Yeah, I guess it could. You see the trailer for this? I'll just play a minute of it. This is some new movie, ISS, the International Space Station. The, the plot is like the Russians go up to the space station, a nuclear war breaks out, and they're like, take the space station back, no matter what, like at any at all cost. Watch a minute of this. Check this out. I think it's just a superstition. We are seeing pictures, but this is. We don't talk politics. Here we are one. Hey guys. Wait a minute, what the what is going on down there? Oh, whoa. We gotta get up now, guys. Let's get out. Oh my god. Houston, do you read? War has broken out below. And we were told to take the ISS by any means necessary. If we got orders from our government to take control. Well, 
you suggest we do now? The Russians got the same orders as this. And they just struck first. Struck first. Folks, come on, man. You've heard this predictive programming thing. I see you guys in the chat putting it up there all the time. It's almost like connected people who know shit are trying to tell you something. Yeah, man. This is, that's just, however, is not a movie. This actually happened this morning before we got on the air. Do you see this in Ukraine? So in Ukraine, this, uh, this, uh, this local official, this deputy comes in and he's in a room full of people. Play this thing. Watch his hands. You know what those are, folks? This is real. Those are grenades. This is in a. This guy is a Ukrainian. I guess he didn't like the local town council meeting or whatever it was. He decides to go in there and drop a couple grenades. This just happened this morning. I mean, you understand we're an Archduke Ferdinand moment away from like another crazy thing going on here. You know, listen, man, the, the, the nice part about being human beings is there are a lot of sane people out there, and I'm not absolutely convinced the apocalypse is around the corner. Again, I'm just telling you, man, just get prepared today. Do yourself a favor and go live your life as normal. Don't live your life in a panic. I don't. I, I'm telling you all this stuff. I was in the chat all morning. I'm going out tonight. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going out to a restaurant. My wife, we're going to have a good time, and you should do it too. But you better harden up your mind, harden up your body, because when the shit goes down, you better be ready, like Cypress Hill said. You listen to Cypress Hill when you were, you were a kid in the 90s in L.A. or New York? Remember that West Coast? He's, yo, West Coast. What the hell is that? We supposed to have beef from people because they were from California. You remember that? It was like the West Coast, the Biggie Smalls, Tupac. What the hell is that about? West Coast. So stupid. And you trust these people in charge to tell you if the shit's going to go down? They lie about everything. These people lie about everything. I'm going to tell you, I, I wanted to do this story today, but I, I don't have the time to do it justice. There's this breaking news story out of CNN and, and Natasha Bertrand, you know, the pee-pee hoax who wrote it, about some missing Russian interference documents. It's the biggest gaslighting scam you've ever seen. These people will lie to you about everything all the time. I asked Jim yesterday on the radio show and Guy and the boys here to put together a, just a quick little montage of the changing iterations of Joe Biden's bullshit story about how he hasn't been in business with his son. Then he may have shown up for a dinner and then they talked about the weather and then he gave a massage to a guy over s'mores when talking like the story's changed like a hundred times. I go, Jim, can you get 30 seconds or so to put together a montage of these bullshit artists? You think they're going to tell you the truth if the shit goes down? They ain't going to tell you anything. Take a look. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. I've never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. The president was never in business with his son. Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president, though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. 
President Biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner. He was just asked to say hello. Uh, and he would, you know, talk about the, the way he described it several times. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was, how uh, how what's going on on your end. He, my father was not financially involved in my business. I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters, and I've never discussed them because they know where I have to do my job and that's it. And they have to make their own judgments. Dude, this guy's a bullshit artist. Everything he says is made up. Everything. By the way, we got to get to 100 today. We're at 75 rates, 16 minutes in. It's talking like a football stadium here. Everybody's seeing it. You see this, Biden? It's 11 o'clock in the morning on a Friday and 75,000 people are listening to what a bullshit artist you are. Bullshit artist. Freaking liar. Guy's a lying piece of garbage. And there's nothing I like more than when their own networks, the Democrat activists at CNN, call these guys out. Oh, what do they do in journalism? They ain't doing journalism. They realize Biden's approval is at a new low. I'll get to that in a second. It's at a, It's even lower. Believe it or not, it's even lower. How does it go lower, Dan? I don't know. This guy is going to set new records for people who think he's garbage. Listen to this spokes dork, Ian Sams on CNN. He's like, yeah, man, uh, we didn't do any business. Everybody's lying. He's like the Beavis and Butthead approach. Remember that show was my favorite show. You guys haven't seen it because you're young. Justin, if you haven't seen it, go look. Don't, by the way, do not do drugs. They're very bad for you. But like Ren and Stimp, they're not. I don't do any drugs. But someone told me these shows on drugs are like totally different, like on mushrooms or something. Beavis and but <laughs> Joe's like, uh, Joe is a musician. So Joe did a scientific experiment. Of course, it, it was all uh, medical professionals were around, uh, if you want to call them that. But these shows, remember Beavis and Butthead? Oh, other kids did it. This is This guy even looks like the Beavis character from the show with a shaved head. Here, check this out. The president was not in business with his son. Period. They're trying to make up all sorts of allegations Ian, and make with, up lies. With respect, I'm not citing Jim Jordan here. I was in on. some of the White yes, House press briefings where it was said explicitly the president did not talk to his son about business dealing. That that is very clearly not the case. And I think the statement from the White House has changed, uh, and I think been a little bit more precise over the course of the last several months. So the president said on the campaign trail as well. I'm not saying this is like an impeachable offense or. Uh, some grand uh, indictment, but it is a fact that the president said one thing that ended up being not true. Again, I dispute that that's that that's true. I, that is not true. The truth is that he wasn't in business with his son. The Republicans have been for years trying to make arguments. Again, I'm not saying that he was in business with his son. And over and over again, those have been refuted. You understand, like the Biden administration's approach. Give me demo. You got the camera, the double, the two camera shot. Let me demo the Biden team's approach to this. They, they really don't give a shit about you. Their approach is this. They're going to get up and they're going to show you their ass. They're going to be like, hey, look, here's my ass. That's what they're going to, that's what they, they just mooning you. Like they don't care. You're like, well, why would you, remember the Greece show? Blue moon. Remember that scene in Greece? Or maybe. <laughs> and you're like, well, why did they do that? The kids at the, the answer is, because they could. And it was funny. Like, do you understand? This is the Biden team's approach to getting caught in a, the, one of the biggest presidential scandals ever. To drop their jaws and just, hey, here's my ass. Why are you doing that? Because I can. And it's funny. They just, Why are you saying he had no involvement in the business, even though we know it's such a... Because I can. And we think you're idiots and it's funny. It's the blue moon approach from Greece. 
Blue Moon. Remember that movie? Oh, <laughs> the doo-wop band? Uh, we may be aging ourselves, but if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. That scene, by the way, in my house when I was a kid was like scandalous. My kid, my parents would let us watch movies with any nudity. We were like, are those butts? Oh, my God. It was like a huge scandal in my house. This is the Biden approach, the blue moon approach. You doubt me? I'll show you Corinne Jean-Pierre again yesterday, who obviously is completely incompetent. Wait, stand by. It is the blue moon approach. I, I, I Listen, if, it was, if, if I was younger in a better shape, I would show you the blue moon approach myself just to accentuate it. I would, he's like, you, you would? I, I, I would think about that. I, we'd have to do it on a damn Bongino unplugged. That's how little, like, that's how much I want to get the point. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Paula would lose it. Paula would be barging in here so fast. She would be in here so fast. Shut it down. Shut it down. She would be tackling Joe and Gee hitting buttons and shit. It'd be awesome. I mean, after that, be like, Joe, lock the door. Put the door chuck in the door. Be, I know you do. Joe's like, I got your back, man. All right, I'll be right back with Kareem Jabir. Hold on. These crazy days, we got to recharge and refresh in a natural way. To that end, I discovered Bone Charge. It's a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products. Optimizes life in every way. These guys are all laughing. It shows like you're good. One of my favorite products is the infrared sauna blanket. This thing's amazing. Helps me kind of cool out and ease stress and unwind after a crazy day. By the way, these sauna blankets are great for producing those heat shock proteins that are really, really good for you. Helps me break a sweat. Helps me remove some heavy metals and other garbage from my body. Sets up in less than a minute. Heats super fast. I relax sometimes. Sometimes I'll once in a while I'll pick up a book and read. Sometimes I just hang out there for a 30-minute session. I kid you not, the sauna blanket from Bone Charge, total game changer, highly recommended. You know I'm a big believer in awesome life hacks. Folks, prepare that body. Bone Charge ships worldwide. The sauna blanket ships free, no hidden costs. Plus, Bone Charge offers a 30-day free trial with easy returns or exchanges and a 12-month warranty. Relax, revitalize, and refresh with Bone Charge and the sauna blanket. This holiday season, Bone Charge is offering a massive 25% off site-wide. Go to BoneCharge.com, B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E, BoneCharge.com, and a 25% off code will be auto-applied to your entire order. Hurry while supplies last. BoneCharge.com. Check it out. Great company. We love it. Here. Here is the blue moon approach. We're going to show you our asses. Why? Because we can, and we think it's funny. We've got evidence Joe Biden was involved. The SARS, the texts, the emails, the meetings, the calls. They don't care, bro. They don't care. Here's anybody changing their vote before Justin, he, Joe, no one, anyone in the chat changing their vote? Where's the president? No, no, I don't even know why I ask this question anymore. Just got to throw it out there. Here's Kareem Jean-Pierre with the blue moon approach. Check this out. There's no evidence. There's wait, wait, but there's no evidence. There is no evidence that the president has done wrongdoing. There's none. Absolutely none. None. And that is just a fact. You've heard it from Republicans themselves. So they're wasting their time. Instead of doing the work of, for, on behalf of the American people, they go after the president's family. That's, but that's a waste of time. This is it. This is the blue moon approach. Here's my ass. Take a look at it. That's what they're going to do. And it, yes, thank you. And that's why this popped today. I saw it today. It came out yesterday. Biden's approval. Remember, it was like 37. And they were like lowest approval rating since the Flintstones. Look at it now. Biden's approval rating plunges to just 33%. Shit is getting annoying for real. I, for real, bro. For real. Where is that from? I love that clip. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Shit is getting annoying for real, bro. 
It is the, the, who, by the way, who the hell are the 33 out of 100 Americans who think this guy's legit? Am I missing something? This guy, the debacle of the Joe Biden presidency can't possibly get any worse. Here, just quick from just the news, too. Here's where it's going to get really bad. And I got some other, I got a lot of other stuff to get to. Look at this. Just the news. Uh, Stephen Richards, John Solomon. Impeachment inquiry zeroes in on the origin of Hunter Biden's China deals. Here's the kick in the balls while Joe Biden was VP. So your liberal friends, T.O., time out. Here's where this is going to go next. We just showed you all the iterations of the Biden story. Oh, I didn't do business. So I did business, but I didn't get paid. Well, I did business and someone got paid, but it wasn't me. Here's where it's going to go next. Joe, flag it, please. Everyone in the chat, chat, red flags, please, everywhere. Chat stirs. Flag it up, babies. Flag it up. Here's where it's going to go next. They're going to say, well, Joe Biden got some money. We got the checks, but it was all when he was out of office. Flag, everybody flag it, flag. I'm not seeing enough flags. Come on. We got to get on the ball here. You got it? All right, here we go. All right, you got it, flag. Jim, flag it prematurely on the radio show. I'm seeing flags everywhere. Very nice. Why? Because now this looks like bullshit too. Yes, he may have gotten paid after he left office, but oh, look at this. Whistleblowers allege they were kept from investigating evidence that the payments from China to the Biden family that began in March of 2017 may have been deferred from work done while Joe Biden was still vice president. Wow. Holy shit. Whistleblower Gary Shapley told that. Think about how dumb of a scam this is. Like you weren't going to catch on. Hey, we're going to pay you for influence with your dad when he's the vice president. But don't worry. We're going to fool everyone. We'll just pay you after he leaves office. Like no one was going to figure that out. So now when your friends go, oh, well, he wasn't in office, be like, well, that's interesting. Then why did they stop the whistleblower, Gary Shapley, from investigating that? Answer quick. Answer. Answer fast. Then he runs. Right. That, you know what? Hold on. Ugh, I don't know. Now yeah, I, I can't because I created a fake controversy. with my, The water, water gate. Water gate. Justin just said it right. Imagine the moose nuts on this guy. That he gets paid after he leaves office for something he did when he was in office, Biden, and then he runs for president. Well, I mean, right? Is this not so big of a middle finger? This is like additionally a backwards one. Is this not it? So I know Paula hates him. He misses the watermelons. Paula hates him. Paula hates, I, you know, listen, happy wife. But, but God, wife. Gee, that's how it goes in the team. I'm sorry. He's trying to leapfrog that, but it's not going to happen. Is it, you know, Paula don't like the world. Maybe we'll bring him back. I'll have to ask her permission. If you email her and she says it's okay, we'll do it. But someone gave me this and it's perfectly perfect. This is Joe Biden to you right now. And it's so bad. They really, he, he don't even care. He ran for president. This is the balls on this guy. I got a question, by the way, for those of you who are criminal investigators. Now that we know Hunter Biden appears to have broken a law and ignored this congressional subpoena, who is it who escorted him over and pulled off this press conference as he walked away? Oh, look, um, Mr. Fang Fang, uh, the boyfriend of Fang Fang, Eric Swalwell. Is this guy an accomplice to this whole thing? Folks, these people are crazy. Look at his Politico piece. Is he an accomplice? Because Eric Swalwell, if we had any balls as a Republican Party, we'd be investigating this joker, too. By the way, this happened yesterday, too. Did you see this? 
There's this lunatic kid out there, this Miles Taylor. I thought it was Miles Teller, the actor, like from the Fantastic Four. Is that his name? Miles Teller? Is that a guy? It is, right? You need a Top Gun guy? They said Miles Teller. I'm like, holy shit, is that the Top Gun guy? I'm like, wow, is it, what is he, Rooster or something like that? They're like, no, no, it's a different guy, Miles Taylor. I'm like, it's interesting because I knew a lot of people in the Trump administration and I never heard of this dipshit at all. So he's on MSNBC yesterday. This is how the crazy, the Trump hysteria has got. Did you guys see this clip? He talks, I love the way they throw around it. You notice how in the beginning of the show, when I tell you, hey folks, it looks like some shit may go down. Here's some signs. Don't panic. Don't freak out. Get prepared. Get your stuff. Live your life. And we don't come on here and show, oh, screaming and yelling, setting our freaking hair on fire like a bunch of D-bags, because that's how losers talk. We're winners. We're fighters. Even if the shit goes down, we'll be ready. Three, six months, we'll be back up on our feet. These lefties are such wussbags. They love throwing around this like exotic language. I want you to listen to a uh, uh, rooster here. And here he is on MSNBC. He's, he claims to be some like big shot Trump administration official. He's like, I've been given permission to talk about this. And I'm like, wow. I'm like tuned in. Like, what's he going to say? He's been given permission. By who? Nobody even knows this guy. Give him permission. He's like, the doomsday book. Oh, shit. The doomsday book. I'm like in my closet. I got old comics. I'm looking through like, where's the doomsday book? Like, is that an X-Men 114 or something? The doomsday book. He's like, Donald Trump. Going to shut down the internet. Joe's laughing. The, the dude, you know, this is, I'm not joking. This really happened. This is a segment on MSC, MSNBC, supposedly among sane people with triple digit IQs. Listen to this bullshit. Check this out. What will happen in a second term? The biggest concerns for me are on the national security side. I think Americans still don't understand the full extent of the president's powers and things Donald Trump could do bubble wrapped in legalese that would be damaging to the republic. And one of those that I've noted is there's something in the White House called the Doomsday Book. And for the first time, DHS gave authorization for me to mention this publicly. Uh, and the fact that there are concerns that that book, which is supposed to be used to protect the country in instances of armed foreign invasion or rebellion, it's the president's most extraordinary powers, could be picked up by Trump and used for domestic political purposes. He could invoke powers we've never heard a president of the United States invoke, potentially to shut down companies or turn off the Internet or deploy the U.S. military on U.S. soil. Folks, the doomsday book's coming. Everybody get your diapers. The doomsday book. You know, I was telling the boys here during watching this, right? They talk about Trump. Did you notice this rooster here? He talks about Trump as if he was never president. As if there was actually a doomsday book and Trump was going to use it like he doesn't know about it and couldn't have already used it. Yeah, Does anybody catch on to this ever? So he was president for four years and could have shut down the Internet to stay in office and engage the doomsday book. And he didn't. But he's going to do it next time because he didn't do it last time. Who falls for this shit? The answer is the same people who believe there's a PP tape. That's another thing, by the way, I get into with Tucker. How stupid the people had. It's, I think it's one of the best parts of the interview, too. Again, coming on Monday, uh, 3 o'clock. Don't miss it. I'm going to take a quick break. And, uh, folks, did you see this, what happened yesterday with this NDAA passing the National Defense Act with all the 702 spying shit and all this, like, crazy culture war stuff in the military budget? Again, all the people out there, I always tell you, don't fall in love with politicians. Joe, how many times we got to say it? Fall in love with outcomes. I thought getting a different speaker, we'd get different results. Eh, no, sorry. I warned you. Don't fall in love with politicians. Please, they all hate you. You understand? 
They all hate you. And it's okay. It's okay. You, you, as long as you know. They're tools for you and you're tools for them. They use you to get elected. You use them to get conservative stuff passed. When they don't do it, they're bad tools and you get new tools. Don't be disappointed in them. They hate you. There's nothing to be disappointed in. Look at them. You don't get disappointed in a hammer when it breaks. You get a new hammer. Don't get emotionally involved with these people. Oh, I love that guy. He's so great. They're not great. They hate you. <laughs> Sorry. It's a Friday. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages guaranteed to make spirits bright all, all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com. Save 50% off site-wide. 50%. When you use promo code Bongino at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flesh. Send one to Justin, too. He's got to go back to school soon. He wants Omaha Steaks. They're ready to ship your order right away. Shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout. Omaha Steaks, a gift from the heart, and the food is amazing. I had it yesterday. A gift will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50, 50, 50% off site-wide. Plus, use promo code Bongino at checkout. Get that extra $30 off your order. Food's great. Minimum order may be required. Check them out. Our last sponsor today is GenuSell. It's a Christmas and holiday season, everyone. You want to look great like Paula? It's time for gift-giving, parties with friends and family. Get compliments everywhere you go. Look years younger thanks to GenuSell Skincare. From now until Christmas, GenuCell Skincare's most popular package. Gee, it's better than 70% off at GenuCell.com. They can't. Get it now. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. Gee, and Kim loves it too. You can see those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness. And yes, even sagging jawlines disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, see results in less than 12 hours. Guaranteed your money back. This is Paula's favorite. It's why she looks 21 years old. Trust me on this one. Plus, included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that can restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com slash Dan now. Enter my special code Dan for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. Guaranteed delivery by Christmas. GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-L.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. Why am I snapping? I don't know. It's Friday. I'm in a good mood today. You see this shit that happened yesterday? So the National Defense Authorization Act, which is this big defense kind of bill, uh, flew through the Senate and the House. And, you know, I thought we get a different speaker. We were changing course. This is why I tell you, don't fall in love with politicians. Oh, great. We got rid of McCarthy. Oh, fantastic. We got the same bullshit. Uh, I don't care about McCarthy, Johnson, or anyone else. All I care about is results. And we didn't get them. It turns out that the government's ability to spy on you without a warrant via 702 and the FISA courts, yeah, we just re-upped this thing again. And even better, James Bovard writes in the New York Post that this FISA court guy, this former Justice Department lawyer, he issued a public warning about this bill, noting this, get a load of this stuff, that the bill expands the definition of electronic communication service providers. Wait, keep that up for a second. So you're thinking like, Electronic communication service, what, like Gmail and stuff like that? Well, it expands the definition covered by FISA obligations to include business landlords, shared workspaces, or even hotels where guests connect to the internet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like we did that movie Police Day, Joe, and like it's actually happening. 
So now just to be clear, like you re- you can read that like I can, right? So now business landlords and hotel Wi-Fi people are being deputized to spy by the United States government. Holy shit. It's like the police statement. It's like it's, like it's here now. How does that make you feel in the chat? Oh, I mean, why? For I, let's break this chat again today. Why I feel great about it. This is awesome. Or N, this freaking sucks major. Okay. There's, they're just spying. There's no warrant involved in this shit at all. None. Now we're, 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 we're deputizing landlords and hotel Wi-Fi people. Anybody, anyone a little concerned about this? Folks, listen, man. I think it's pretty overwhelming. Where's Bacino today? Is he out? Thank you, Bacino. You know, we love you. Listen, on a serious note, I mean, you know, I'm in this. <laughs> man, that's a lot of noise. I like that. Fuck that in there. I, I, uh, listen, there's a lot of F-bombs in the Tucker interview. Just let me apologize in advance. A lot of people send letters to my house. They're offended by the language. Brothers and sisters, I'm with you. I get it. I, I'm trying. I I love Jesus just like you do. I fall short a lot. I have my, I just got to like, uh, it's a Queens thing. It just comes out. The show got more and more unleashed, trying to bring it back. But I'm worried about stuff and I'm passionate about these topics. I wrote like three, four books on this stuff on the government spying on Trump and others and follow the money and all this other stuff. And I'm concerned and I'm concerned because it's not just the fact that the government's deputizing more and more people to spy on you. It's that the government working with these deputies, business landlords, hotels, private tech companies, ladies and gentlemen, the tech is getting there now that the public and private self is going to disappear. I don't want to get too wonky because I only got about uh, less than a half hour left with you. And it's, I got a lot of important stuff to get to. But I want you to remember this and take this to heart. If there was one big difference between a totalitarian regime, fascism, communism, monarchies, whatever they are, where there's collective centralized power and a democracy, a representative democracy like ours, we're a republic, but it's a representative democracy. It's not direct democracy. If there was one big difference is that in a representative democracy, there is a private self and a public self. And those are two separate things. If you are not breaking the law, what you do in the space of your own home is your business. In a totalitarian government, everything is the government's business. They will spy on you, arrest you. Does that make sense, Chesters? You guys getting what I'm putting down? What I'm worried about now is they are deputizing so many people to spy on you folks. I don't know about you, but I get freaked out. You don't have a private. So where are you? Honest to God, where is there? Oh, everything's in my house is private. Really? You have one of those Amazon Alexas? How do you know that thing's not listening to you? Oh, I know. You know, you're sure? Wait, Justin, you're the most tech savvy here. Okay, you're the young guy here. Have you ever had something he's like, what about me, man? I play Dungeons and Dragons and shit like that. He's tech savvy too, but have you guys ever been online, like you're on Facebook or whatever, and you're talking to whatever, your girlfriend, your wife, you're talking to Keegan about Dungeons and Dragons, and next thing you know, you're like, holy shit, here's a Facebook ad for, what is it, Flesh and Blood you play? Flesh and Blood? And you're like, are they listening to me? It, yes, Joe. It, and by the way, these guys are tech savvy, but Joe is, and me are the most freaked out. Like Joe, Joe's like into like everything. He knows they're listening to everything. I'm old. And right? The tech is everywhere. That when Gee's playing Dungeons and Dragons, they know who, they're like can predict this next. <laughs> what, it's flesh and blood, right? Is it that what it's called? What is it, cards or is it online? What is it? It's a card game? Is it like, was it like poker? Yeah. Oh, all right, the fantasy card. And he loves it. He's good. He, yeah, someone told me he's like, 
like the he's like the Roger Federer of like flesh and blood. He's like the greatest player in the world. Someone told me that. Jim told me that from the radio show. He is. He is. He's. I'm not kidding. He's actually nationally ranked. They. He is. He's like the real deal. He's the real McCoy. If he didn't have a job, he'd go play full time. The, the, the tech is everywhere, and they're working with these private companies now. Let me freak you out a little more. Is it okay? Can I freak you out a little bit more? Chatsters, we just crossed 90,000. Imagine the government is now, say Biden gets reelected and all of this, all of this police state stuff, the, the reins come off, okay? Biden gets reelected and they get a partnership with Facebook going, just like they had with Twitter and Facebook before the election. Facebook, it's got a pair, did you know this? Of glasses coming out. And they're like the old Google Glass, but they're better. These glasses are cameras that spy on everyone. Have you seen this shit, Joe? Yeah, uh, Justin, put up the article. I think it was New York Times. I don't know where I saw it. This How Meta's new face camera. Read this, folks. You want to freak out? Herald's a new age of surveillance. They note that these headsets were popping. You know the headsets, but no one was wearing them because they were bulky. Well, apparently, Ray-Ban and Facebook have these glasses, and they note I'm looking, why am I looking up there? It's right ahead of me. Gabe, he's like, it's on the screen. Yeah, dope. They're sleek, lightweight, and satisfyingly hip. The meta glasses blend effortly into the quotidian. No one, not even, listen to this, listen to this line. No one, not even my editor, who was aware I was writing this column, could tell them apart from ordinary glasses, and everybody was blissfully unaware of being photographed. What there, there, there you go. There, Guy just said it. There you go. The Judge Gee, Judge Gee has, has ruled that he is correct. What could possibly go wrong? How, folks, chatsters, chat for me. Break, come on, you got to break this chat. We need everybody in the chat. Tear this chat up. How long do you think before the government got, puts this into the big metadata 702 file and basically has access to everyone wearing these glasses all day, meaning no one, no conversation, no nothing's ever going to be private. How long? Uh, five minutes? Ten minutes? They're already accumulating the metadata now. This is the future. You better be. Can I give you like a can I give you a little piece of life advice? Listen, I failed a lot. I wrote a whole freaking book about it. But there's a lot of things I learned. And somebody's watching you at all times. And it isn't just people like somebody is watching you at all times. You better be damn careful in the future who you're talking to and what you say. You make an off color joke, man. Your life is going to be over. Be careful, man. The government is going to get a hold of this stuff. And there's more tyranny ahead, by the way. Do you see what they're doing to Elon? Totally. Do you see what they're doing to Elon? So Elon buys Twitter, now X. Folks, the entire wrath of the government has been unloaded on Elon Musk. They will not stop. The Department of Justice, the SEC, Elon Musk has become the symbol of everything the United States government, this new tyranny, hates. They now unleash the FCC on them. The Wall Street Journal has this whole piece about the FCC revoking a near billion dollar contract for bullshit. Here's the long and short of it. I'm going to play this video in a second. This guy, Brandon Carr from the FCC, he's a good guy. He's one of the good guys over there. He explains how they're effing over Elon. They're giving him big time. Starlink is Elon's satellite internet system. 
He wasn't supposed to meet these metrics for this broadband contract with the government until 2025. Joe, have we reached 2025 yet? Let me check on my phone. We haven't. We're not there. Matter of fact, I think we're like a year away. Doesn't matter. The government's like, yeah, we don't really care that you haven't met the metrics on the deadline, even though the deadline's not here. We're just going to pull the money anyway. I want you to listen to this guy on CNBC, Brendan Carr, who's on the FCC, but he's one of the good guys. Explain how this tyrannical government that's about to go absolutely bananas if Biden wins again is basically creating a, a, a motley crew of enemies and Elon is public enemy number one. Check this out. Well, look, I think there's a very clear pattern that has emerged. If you look just at the FCC, obviously where I work, we issued this decision that clawed back a $1 billion award that we issued first to Elon Musk back in 2020. And that decision really doesn't withstand scrutiny from the law or the facts or policy. And I'm not the first to notice that it was actually the Wall Street Journal editorial board two months ago that went through and said, if you look at what the FTC is doing, the FAA, the DOJ, the Southern District of New York, even the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service launched an investigation because there were some quail eggs in a blue crab that were charred after a SpaceX launch. None of these individual decisions and the volume of them make any sense unless you refer back to last year when President Biden stood at the podium inside the White House and said that it has effectively a green light for agencies to, in the president's words, uh, look into Elon Musk. You know how embarrassing that was? I was just telling Joe a story. He was telling me about Ocean City. I did a fundraiser once when I first ran for office in Ocean City. Uh, there were two people there. Two people I felt so bad. What was I going to do? Leave? These two people showed up. I felt horrible. I had to stay the whole time with two people. <laughs> you know, I've been through a lot with that. There you go. The guy just told you the whole story. That Elon's getting jerked around because he's a public enemy. Oh, they're not talking about domestic enemies, the Democrats. Dan, you're exaggerating. You guys got the Jasmine Crockett. Here is a Democrat lunatic, the one who called us all deplorables last week. Here she is talking about the domestic enemies. You think this isn't going to get worse if Biden gets elected? Here, watch right here. And right now we know that they are continually trying to tear us down from within. When we swore our oath, we swore our oath to protect against enemies, foreign and domestic. And let me tell you something. Those of us that serve on oversight, especially those of us that are specifically Democrats, I feel like we are constantly fighting domestic enemies and no one should feel that way. The American people should be outraged right now. Outraged. Enemies foreign and domestic. She's talking about you folks. You, daddy-o. This is who these people are. Let me say to my liberal friends, you have no fear of us at all. You shouldn't. I do not. If you do not violate my rights and you want to be a dumbass liberal, do your thing, man. I believe in God-given rights for you included, and I have an emergency break on that. God doesn't let me do anything to you, and nor would I want to, because I believe you had God-given rights. You don't believe in any of that. Tucker goes into this in the interview, by the way, who he thinks the most dangerous person, or one of them is in the world, and he brings up the fact that he's an atheist. These people have no, the, 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 the secular leftist specifically, has no emergency break in their behavior at all. These people are crazy. No, sure they do. Do they really? What do you think would happen? What do you think would happen if you did say a man on the street interview showing you how crazy the country's gotten and how detached from reality? And you went up to a bunch of secular progressive students on a college campus in America, by the way. What do you guys think would happen if you asked them for money to finance another 9-11? The silence is here because they're like, no, 
No one would do. Come on. We're not that crazy. Oh, this happened. You know, Ami Horowitz, he does man on the street interviews are some of the best you've ever seen. Ami Horowitz actually went to a college campus and asked that question. Hey, would you donate money for another 9-11? Teach America a lesson? You want to see, you want your eyes opened? Watch this shit. 9-11 was a lesson, but this is an easy, it's a, they didn't learn their lesson from 9-11. We want to do that again like we did it in 2001. Five dollars. Five? Okay, that would be great. Five? Yeah. Five, that would, if you could do that, it'd be great. Sure, I'll do this. Yeah, five. Like 10? I don't know, maybe 10 dollars? 10 dollars? 15 bucks. Maybe like 15 dollars? 50 bucks. 50 bucks? Oh, dude. Come over here, buddy. Come over here, my brother. Do you know how many people we can train? We can, how many, how many, how many Taliban fighters we can train on that? Donation-wise? Yeah, if you could. You know? $50, you know, just donate. That I'm is, a student. That, right, is, so. that is really generous. Uh, That's a lot of beer money. No, I mean, I'm not worried about that. It's more of just, you know, what I can give, obviously. Oh, but. you're, dude, you're a prince. <laughs> you're, you're a prince, man. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bless you, man. Take care, buddy. Make the Taliban great again. Thanks, guys. I shouldn't end it with that because it's really it's depressing, man. That, that's depressing. You know, listen, I'm not, I'm not that old. Okay, I was born in 1974. I'm not young, but I'm not old. I mean, 49, halfway through, hopefully, my life or maybe a little more. But, you know, I, I'm like Joe. I, I don't remember the 70s. I was born in 74, which is too young. I do remember the 80s, though. And, you know, I want to age myself and talk about the halcyon days. You know, we had our own problems in the 80s and everything, too. But I really don't remember craziness like this being so ubiquitous. Folks, it's like it's all unraveling and, and, and traditional time-honored principles we had, like things that were just inviolable. Like, okay, at the very least, we love America. Uh, you know, murder's a bad thing and genocide. Like, these are things, I mean, Joe, right? You're a little, you, like in the 80s and the 70s, like these are the kind of questions. I'm going to think of a few more. Like, if you, uh, let me give you an example, folks, and tell me if you think I'm freaking bananas. If there was a presidential debate in 1980, Joe, and the question got asked of Ronald Reagan and say Jimmy Carter, can a man become a woman? Would every, everyone in the audience would break out in laughter, correct? Oh, yeah. They'd be like, this is a joke, right? I mean, Joe was a lot. I mean, I was, I was six when this happened, but I wasn't crazy. And I'm thinking like, what if someone said like, hey, uh, President Carter, uh, who was a Democrat at the time, obviously, you know, does, does the United States really suck? He'd be like, oh, I'm the president of the United States, a great country. Like nobody... Well, is genocide good or bad? Like no one would have had a hard time with that question. It's, it's like, this is what worries me and why I believe like, listen, man, if there's going to be an end of times, it's, it, it, it's gotta be, this is, we gotta be getting close with these lunatics. These people are crazy. There are people out there who still can't seem to pick a side on what's going on over in the Middle East. I saw this video on TikTok. I don't, everyone's saying this guy's IDF. I don't know who he is. That's not the point. I just want you to watch this video. It's about a little less than a minute or so. There are people out there who still support Hamas. I, like I said, there are various opinions on what should happen with uh, land in the Middle East. You're entitled to your own opinion. I have mine. I've said it a thousand times. But if we can't call out things like genocide and terrorism, what the, what, what use is society at all? Let's just go back to rank tribalism where we're just scalping each other every day. What's the difference? Watch this video about if you're a big Hamas supporter on a college campus. Oh, look, they're really not that, but they're stealing the food from their own people, from their own people.
Take a look. Yesterday, Israeli occupation forces went to a refugee camp in the Gaza Strip, rounded up hundreds of Palestinian civilians, made them strip in the street in front of their houses. Hello, privileged little white boy. Talking about these guys? Those Hamas terrorists that broke into Israel on October 7th, kidnapped, raped, and killed innocent civilians, some of them much younger than you? They are literally holding their guns above their heads and surrendering. If you know anything about war, you know that's how you do it. So why are they naked, you ask? Because every single one of them is a potential suicide bomber. Here's an insane idea. How about you shut the f*** up about shit you know nothing about and let us do our job? For all you clowns donating humanitarian aid to the people in Gaza, you want to know where that really goes to? You can clearly see Hamas terrorists beating up Palestinians and taking their humanitarian aid. But don't take my word for it. Let's listen to what the Palestinian people has to say. Ah, but she's old. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Give me someone young, preferably with a baby. You care about the innocent people in Gaza, you should protest against Hamas, but you don't care about them. And may this photo be a reminder that if you fuck around with Jewish people, you're going to find out. Happy Hanukkah, guys. I'm Israel Chai. Peace. They need to be doing more of this because these kids all watch TikTok and think that 9-11 should be repeated. They're willing to donate. They need to be doing more. Folks, sadly, these fights are 90% PR, 10% on the ground. Israel could wipe out all of Gaza tomorrow if they wanted to. They're being held back from airstrikes, by the way, which is getting a lot of Israeli soldiers killed on the ground. They could wipe them out tomorrow. But, but they don't because this is 90% PR. Because Hamas has people believing like this is like some kind of humanitarian organization. They're effing over their own people, man. They're stealing all their shit and their food. And then you got people like this. Uh, Justin, skip ahead to CNN. So, of course, you had the Harvard uh, president of the school who obviously is completely incompetent and a moron. And it has nothing to do with her being a woman or black. Only dipshits say that. She couldn't answer a question about genocide. But, of course, folks, we live in a day and age where everything's racist all the time. Listen to this segment on CNN like, uh, you know, criticism of this woman as a diversity, I don't care about a diversity hire. I care that she couldn't answer a question about genocide. You're a racist. Take a listen. It's racist. I mean, we have no one has produced a shred of evidence that shows that the sole qualification uh, that um, uh, President Gay had was that she is a black woman. That's insulting. Um, it defies logic. And the fact that of those presidents who all came under intense scrutiny, that only one has been called out as a so-called diversity or affirmative action hire just speaks to what black women in this country have gone through historically and continue to go through every day. That's a great point. Justin's like, how do you get to play the victim and keep your job when she's black, but the white lady got fired? I don't understand this shit either. She couldn't answer a question about freaking genocide. There's nothing to do with diversity. It has everything to do with her being completely incompetent. Call it whatever you want. Everything's racist now, folks. Such bullshit. Hey, we are just a couple thousand people short of three million. If you're listening to me now, we got to do this before the new year. This is going to be the biggest middle finger to YouTube and big tech ever. If I left YouTube, which I did with 800,000 and in what? 
two years built almost an exponentially larger audience of that. We'll be closing in on four or five times as large by next year. We need to get to three million. Click that follow button at the top of the page if you haven't already. And I need a favor right now. Everybody ready? All right, let me refresh my thing here. Everybody in the chat, we got to try and break this chat. I know this sounds crazy, but Dan, you're an equity holder in Rumble. Why do you want to break it? I don't want to break it. We just love you guys. And we are constantly fixing the user interface to make this the best experience in video and chat on the internet. But we're not going to find the bugs if you don't break it. Yes. Some, okay, this is a test. Put anything in the chat, a Y, a one, a two, an emoji. I don't care. Everyone, keep it going. Please, I need you to do it. I need as many people in this chat right now. We got to try to blow this thing up. Hey, listen, if we can't blow it up, it's great. Type a Y, type an N, type an I don't care. I don't care what you do. Put something in that chat right now. We got to try to break this thing. Because if we break it, here's, here's the issue. If we break it, we'll find the bugs early. We are growing. You are part of this Bongino army that is just exploding the internet. It's 95,000 people watching the show on a Friday before Christmas. That's bananas. We fill big college football stadiums. We are taking over and you're part of it. But next year, early next year, like three weeks away or less, we're going to have caucus season and primary season. This show is going to have 150, 160, even more next year. 160,000 people. This chat's going to be going crazy. Break it down. Break it. Did we break it? Did... Yes. 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 We broke the chat. You... Yes. It's struggling. It is not. Break it. Yes. Someone wrote something. Keep it. Break again. Break that shit. Break the chat. Yeah. Look at this thing. Holy, break it down. Keep it going. Break this damn chat. Tear this thing to pieces. I want the programmers at Rumble to find every freaking bug known to man so that next year is the most glorious experience. It's broken again. Keep breaking it. Come on. You just broke it again. Totally. There you go. Unresponsive. This is only we, you understand only we can do this. This is power, folks. This is power. This is how big this audience is. 95,000 people absolutely shredding the tech so we can find out how good we can get. This is what it, and this is what it looks like when you own a piece of a company you care about. You're honest with people. We broke that sucker down. That, I've never seen a chat move like that ever. I would stay on this thing forever. You know what the problem is? I got to go do a radio show. Thank you for breaking the chat not once, but three times. Now we're going to clean it up and we'll do it again in a couple of weeks. When we got 125,000, we'll show them engineers. We got the best engineers around. I told you we'd help you guys. Chris is watching from Rumble. Chris, I told you my audience would come through in the clutch, didn't I? Winky, winky, nod, nod. I told you. We love you guys. You're the best. Thank you for supporting Rumble. We really do love you, man. Thank you so much. This company matters. It's the world. It means the world to me. We sent a big message. We're going to make this thing the best user interface around, especially during election season. Thanks for helping me out there. You broke it twice. Download the Rumble app. Super important. The Rumble app is awesome. Love it. Super easy. You'll get all the notifications. It's absolutely free. Just go to your app store, download the Rumble app, and sign up for a free account on Rumble. It costs you absolutely nothing. Join the chat. I was going crazy in the chat this morning. If you would air, you know. Thanks a lot for tuning in, folks. Thanks for breaking the chat, too. We appreciate it. I'll see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.